Hi, friends, and welcome to another episode of the Awesome Moms Podcast. I'm your host, Adol Wilgelander. This is a place where we come together and talk about parenting issues. Let's just say I'm super passionate about parenting and want so badly to do a good job at it. I'm blessed with a very insightful mother who is a parenting expert. She's taught hundreds of mothers in Baltimore over the last 15 years, Mrs. Gitty Horowitz. We get together each week and hash out something that's on my mind or a conversation I've had with a friend or something that one of our listeners brought up. I hope you enjoy this podcast. And if there's someone that you know that you think would enjoy it, please send it their way. Let's do this together. This podcast is sponsored by the Intentional Jew Podcast Network. Check them out at intentionaljew.com. Welcome, everyone. Welcome. I think we're up to episode 33. And I'm here with you, Ima, and we want to discuss our new topic. Actually, a topic that one of our listeners brought up. So I encourage all you listeners, if there's something you want us to discuss, send it our way. You can find our email in the notes below. It's a, it's more or less a continuation or a, it's a question born out of our last conversation about Tefila. This particular awesome mother asks this. She says, how do we impart our belief in Hashem, like the concept of Amuna and Bitachon to our children? Obviously, by example, how we react to news, setbacks, successes, etc. Showing our gratitude to Hashem, to Fila, and our relationship with Hashem. But is that enough? Is that enough if Chas Vashelem, our kids are faced with, you know, a bigger challenge? Um, is there immediate reaction? Hakobi Deshamayim. So to rephrase, to what extent should we teach our children bitachon? Um, living with Amuna, how much should we focus on it? How much should we talk about it? And of course, we're going to for sure talk about modeling. I know we're going to (laughs) definitely spend a lot of time on that. Um, And I guess like always, I would, I would, I always like to think of the flip. Is there anything, is there anything negative that can come out of focusing too much on a topic like this? This is, um, wow, this is a difficult, this is a difficult topic. Um, and I have to smile when she says, obviously by example, and we say things like obviously by example, but I, I really question how much we really believe that. Um, Amuna is, is one of those things that is almost, almost totally, almost totally by example. Um, it's not, it's not something that you can, you can teach your children by, um, mouthing words they, they see what you they see what you really believe they see what you really feel but but i also want to to begin with make a very big distinction here between believing that something's from hashem believing that that and understanding that just because created us as human beings we have feelings we have emotions we have mm-hmm nerve endings um we we those of us that grew up in western culture have a an idea that pain equals bad difficulty equals bad and that's simply not true we know that i think logically when you think about it those of us that have ever exercised know that a certain amount of pain a certain type of pain is very good. You know, the expression, no pain, no gain. 
right? There has to be a certain amount of pain in order for the growth to happen, in order for the physical growth to happen. There, there's similar things to, you know, emotionally and in, in growing as, a, as an individual in, in general. So I just want to just want to make that the, the first thing I'd like to say is that because I, a, I believe with, with every fiber of my being that HaKobi Deshamayim, everything's from HaKadosh Baruch Hu, and HaKadosh Baruch Hu loves me. I believe both of those things with every fiber of my being doesn't mean that I, that I don't hurt. And it's not difficult. And I don't cry. And I don't sometimes get down. Those are not mutually exclusive at all. I do get down, but getting down might be what helps me to grow from it. If I never get down, if I never feel badly about something, if I'm never in pain, then then I don't grow. It's the same thing like the physical, right? Um, like the express, you know, people say stub- things that the rocks that are put in front of you, difficulties that are put in front of you can be stumbling blocks. They can be stepping stones, but it, that doesn't mean it's not hard to get over them. And just the way this, this this world was set up, there's there's pain. There's all different types of pain, but pain doesn't necessarily equal bad. Um, you know, if, uh, the, the the proverbial example of the Martian coming down and watching in an operating room, someone take a scissors and cut someone open and blood is going all over the place. And they're like, why is anyone stopping that person? Why are they allowing that to happen? Whereas actually the person is saving the individual on the table. That doesn't necessarily look like it. Unless you know what's going on, you think that that person's being damaged, that person's being hurt, but really the person's being saved. So real amuna does mean that I believe that no matter what Hashem does, it is for the good. Okay? That doesn't mean it doesn't hurt. So you're saying, you're, you're first saying that of course, that there's the modeling of Amuna, and that when everything from, oh, it's not going to work out, we can't go on the trip because it's raining, or, um, or, um, the whatever we planned on having for dessert, you know, fell on the floor, it's all for the best. So that's reacting to situations throughout the day, like this is for the best. But you're saying within these situations, it's very important to um, almost uh, pull apart the feeling of upset, hurt, or pain, and the fact that it is for good. It's really not fair to children as you're as you're modeling the Hakobi de Shanaim. It's not really fair to them to negate their hurt, to negate their feelings of loss. It's very important to to um, validate those feelings. It is hard. You really, you really, really wanted to go there. It's hard to accept that we're not going. I, I, I get that. And, that, and I, I, I feel for you. And I know it's hard. Okay? And at that point, it's not the time to say Gamzal Tova. Mm-hmm. So you're validating their feelings, which is very, very important. In yourself, you have to really believe that it's everything is for the best and they will absorb that eventually. But to just, you know, to tell someone who's going through a tsar, a tsar that, you know, a tova is just not appropriate. I was going to say, we don't do that. We also don't do that to, you know, appear like someone 
like a different adult right. or whatever. Right, right, right. Um, but we, we, we do have to believe that difficulties, we don't understand them very often. It's one thing if we go through a difficulty and we see, oh, you know, two years later, now I understand why I got this problem to that. I understand why I had to go through that. We very often don't. And that doesn't make it any any less a, a good thing for us. Sometimes we'll understand it and sometimes we won't. But we also have to understand that we're not God. We don't understand his ways. And some things we'll, we'll never ever understand, but we still accept. That's that's a, a level, that's a level of Muna that that we need to to work on. Um, I once heard, and I'll say the shame of Yaakov Weinberg, even though I, I don't know exactly where I heard it, I heard, I heard on a tape. He said that, you know, difficult things happen in this world. Young children die. Um, there's, there's, there's a lot of sorrows that we can't really understand. And um, he, he said, if we didn't believe in a, that this was just the prose door to the real world, right? If this is just the, the, the hallway to the, to the Olam Haba, to, to the real world, it, it would be very, very difficult to keep Amuna alive because it, it's, a, but we understand that this is not, this is only, only the, the, the hallway. This is, this is what we have to go through in order to get into the next world. The re- next world is the real world. If we didn't believe that, and we see that Sarah that's in so we would not, we would, some of us for sure would not be able to, to, to accept it. So those two things, to accept the fact that we're not a Kaddish Baruch Hu, we don't understand. Um, and sometimes we never will understand until we see things clearly in the in the next world. Um, and that we have to believe in, in the next world. Um, so there was another story about a Rebbe who, who passed away and he was, he, was, they, he had a, um, he made a, a, a pact with someone else. Whoever passes away first, make sure to 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 go before the Kisak Kavod and, and it, the the Takana, whatever it was from the non-Jewish government, should be rescinded, and and to make sure that happens. And come, the others should come to the other in the dream. And one passed away, and he came to the other in the dream, and he said, "I'm not doing anything. It's exactly the way it should be." In other words, from the Olam HaEmes, he could see that what was going on was really good. Whereas, you know, he went there to change things, but he saw that that really what was going on was really the, the good way that it should happen. So we don't see things here clearly, right? It's a, it's an olam hafuch, it's, it's an olam hashakar. We, we don't, we, and we don't understand because, because we're, we're not, we're not God. So those are things we have to work on as adults. And I think as we work through them, I think our children notice that. So it's not just modeling it, but it's also modeling working on it. Um, and there are a lot of ways to do that. Um, it, it's it, it's a lacking nowadays, and I think that's why a lot of books have come out lately um, on Amuna and you know day, our daily Amuna um, books that we have and emails that we have to help help people get through. I think something that we could do as parents that help children in this area as well is. If children feel a sense of security in their parents, and I'm sure we've discussed this before, but their emuna and akadosh very much is a reflection or an outgrowth of their sense of security that they feel from their parents. 
um, if, if they feel that the parents have their best interests at heart, even when we don't do exactly what they want, and they get that sense of security from us, that can grow into a sense of security from HaKadosh Baruch Hu, even when things don't turn out the way the way we want them. So it's not only the modeling, but it's also um, this idea that if we are there for them and they feel that sense of security and they feel an under, they have an understanding that what we do for them is really for their benefit, even when it hurts, um, to, to take them to the doctor and they need something to be done by the doctor and it hurts. Um, but it's really, they know that it's really for for their benefit, okay? Um, you have to have your teeth fixed, okay? That is not pleasant. And yet, if you don't get your cavity filled, there's, the pain is gonna be a whole lot worse or you're gonna lose your tooth or whatever it is, right? So we do take our children to the dentist and it hurts but it's for their benefit. So pain does not equal bad. And since we're talking like about that, I do want to mention, I know you've seen this book in our house. It's a book that Abba just can't say enough good about. And I I, I think everyone that, that has any question about this, this topic at all should read this book. It's, I think, the best book on the topic that's ever been written. It's called Why Bad Things Don't Happen to Good People, right? You've seen it. I've seen it. House? I've never read it, but. Okay. It is. It, it is a short book, maybe it's 200 pages. Um, no, not even, it's about 130 pages. And it is written with such feeling and such understanding. Um, it's written by a man by the name of Rabbi Shaul Rosenblatt. And it is, he, he went through a, a, a terrible, terrible time when his young wife passed away, leaving him with four young children under the age, I think of nine. Um, that, that's not something that's under, understandable to me. Uh, it's understandable, that type of pain for a father, for children that could, to, and yet he, he explains very beautifully that it's not bad, it was painful. It was hard, not bad. And, and there's a very, very big distinction that those of us that grew up in Western culture have to learn to differentiate between. Wow. Okay. So just to backtrack a little bit, we, you're, you explained how, um, you started off by explaining how the modeling needs to include the validation of the pain. Um, but then you moved on to something so interesting. I, I, I love that idea that, um, helping kids to feel secure in all areas of their life and giving them the sense of security is gonna, um, help them to develop, a a feeling of security that Hashem is taking care of them all the time. So it, it makes, it makes so much sense to me that as, as young as a baby, they're developing feelings. I, I don't know how to describe it, but how, it's, a it's a sense of security, of reliance, like this person yes. has me. Yeah. I, baby cries. Their cries are met with, with, with help, with being picked up, with being caressed with being hugged, with being taken care of. They're hungry, they get fed, they're, they're, they have a dirty diaper, they get changed, um, they're tired, they're put to sleep. Whatever it is, their needs are met, their, their, their cries are met with um, a response. Um, that is the beginning of teaching Amuna in, in my way of looking at things. Mm-hmm. Um, and you're saying they, even further is even when the, when the going gets painful, when it's, when it's things that hurt. 
like like your example. But once there's that sense of security and a child sees my parents have my best interests in at heart in mind, what they do for me is for my benefit. And even when they do things like limit me, take me to the doctor, get my teeth fixed, whatever it is that are that are painful, mm-hmm. I'm being told no. All of these things become an um, uh, just another way that my parents are taking care of me and making sure that that I am I'm getting the best of whatever I need um, at this at this point in my life at this at this um, you know for this situation. Yeah. Um, is there is there a, ever a place to to talk about Hashem or you think meaning in their life? Like it would seem up until now that it's not really doesn't really it's not really necessary in building the foundation. So I, I definitely think that there's room to talk about Hashem. And um, we've spoken about, you know, gratitude and expressing gratitude to Hashem as as often as as we can, you know, go through the day um expressing our gratitude to Hashem. Um and Hashem's gonna watch over Hashem watches over us. Uh, children should hear that. Hashem is 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 watching over us when 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 we we um, when we bench lift and we tell our children, I daven for all of my children. Hashem should watch over all of my children. That's what I'm davening for um, when I bench lift. So so yeah, we're we're sharing with our children that that Hashem takes care of us. And and again, that goes back. This this came from our podcast on Tila, and they're very very connected. Um, so our children should see that we we totally we totally believe totally believe that Hashem does what's good for us. Um, you know we have the relationship with Hakadosh Baruch of Avinu who is our father, and a father takes care of his children. Um, you know, we we hope that children have that good picture of what a father is. A father is loving and calm and caring, and and gives us that and and. and all, um, you know, what, what is a man uh, um, um, all strong and capable of taking care of, of me? You know, that's what a father, that's, that's what we, that's what we look up to, to, to our father. Um, so then that is then, um, we go a step further and who is could do anything, anything. There's nothing that he can't do. It's, it's 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 just as easy for him to do X as it is to do Y. It's just as easy to do something difficult as it is to do something simple. We really believe that, then then we we live life accordingly, and and really, um, in terms of modeling, we're also then happy people. So even happiness doesn't mean that I always have a smile on my face and I'm always like jumping up and down rah rah. Happiness means that. I'm living my life in a way that is productive and um, and and going in the right direction. I'm going in the right direction. Yeah, it's hard. Um, sadness is difficult. Pain is difficult. Um, but there's part of part of the human existence. There's pain in it. Mm-hmm. Um, what can I say? When I lost my father, that was painful. It's painful, even though. You know, he's 90 years old and it's nor- normal, but it's painful. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you have to, you know, it's it's not that there was access, not that I was depressed, but I was sad. There's a sadness there. And, and you know, that, that is something that, that we, we, we learn, we learn, we learn to deal with there. There's not bad. It's painful. Sad. 
Yeah, it reminds me also when, I know you talk about this a lot, like helping children to build resilience. I'm sure we've talked about it in other times and we will talk about it more, but um, it's funny because it, it really make it really works together. You know, as, um, as parents, we want to be the, the sense of security, but you can mistake in that to think like, I have to make everything about my child's life rosy and, you know, smooth and, but really that's not going to build them. And we know that when, if you want to help to build strong children, it's, it's to uh, like let them experience difficulties and, and be present in their struggles. Like I'm here to help you, but I'm not going to make it better. I'm not going to take it away. Yeah. We're not going to just, you know, yeah. Make it all better. Right. Right. I'm going to make it as good as I can for you. I'm here for you. I'm going to be with you through the difficulty and that gives them that sense of security as well. But I can't take it away necessarily. Right. Okay. And, and it's not necessarily good for us to take it away. They need to learn to deal with those difficulties and it'll be hard, mm-hmm. you know, and as they get older and they get more mature, those difficulties will get more difficult. It's not just that they didn't get um, the star part in the play, right? That's, that's a, that's a simple thing. Though the things get more difficult as they get older. Right. Right. Um, and then of course, all this on the flip side, when things are going well and, you know, when things are smooth and flowery, so to, to point out, um, as a way of modeling, how lucky are we that we have so cold outside, but we have heat. We're so lucky. Hashem takes care of us. Exactly. Um, a bracha that is very much, um, dear to me, I guess maybe all brachos should be dear, but the bracha of Sha'asali called Sarki, if we really think about it every day when we say it, um, very much helps us in this area that HaKadosh Baruch gives me everything that I need. In other words, I'm totally taken care of. Sha'asali called Sarki, I say that in the morning and my needs are all met. And if I don't have it, it means I don't need it because if I needed it, I would have it. And the corollary to that of if I have it, I do need it. So that challenge that I had yesterday, something that is good for me, it's going to help me to develop into the person that I can be. So that if we really say a bracha like that with kavana, it's, an, it's another way to, um, to to help us deal with with difficulties because I must need that. It must be something that Hashem feels that I can I can overcome and I can grow from. Um, as opposed to why is this happening to me? Why is you know it's so difficult? Why is Hashem doing this to me? No, Hashem knows me better than I know myself. Mm-hmm. And he knows that this is something that I can overcome or get help to overcome and to grow from. Okay, now, I can't always overcome it by myself. And I sometimes I have to um I have to be vulnerable and I have to reach out for help. And we have to help our children to do that as well. We can't always overcome things ourselves. Sometimes we need help overcoming them. Um, and and I don't mean to to be belittle or to trivialize any pain that anyone's going through, and I hope it's not coming across that way. Mm-hmm. Um, pain is 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 hard. Pain is difficult. Um, and there's there there are people that are going through health issues and relationship issues and children issues, and I'm not belittling any of them. But I do believe that that. Um, it's, 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 they're painful, but 
they can help us to to become better people, better spouses, um, better people in general, Definitely. better parents. Definitely. I, I, I see that to be very, very true as time goes along. <laughs> um, okay. Thank you, Ema. That was so helpful. I think we, we all appreciate it. Thank you for joining our discussion today. We hope you found it meaningful. If you have any specific questions or general topics you'd like us to discuss, send them our way. AwesomeMomParenting at gmail.com. Your thoughts and feedback are so helpful to all of us.